This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 450 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. Tonight, we are going to be joined again by para rider Pam Harden, who's, who talks about a fall that she had in the last competition. We are also talking to Hillary Moore-Hebert about remote coaching, and of course, we have a great trainer tip. It's about canter. Koffler Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Phil. Hi, Reese. What's How going on? Tell, tell me about everything awesome that's happening in Florida. Everything awesome. Well, we are in, uh, we're organized now, we're in the swing of things. Um, we have uh, my U25 rider, uh, Cassandra Hummert, is doing a global show uh, this week, and my roommate's doing a CDI, and we had a schooling show last weekend, and I'm doing lessons with Michael Klemko that are going well, and it's it's going now. Now we're all we're right. Talking. All right. Yeah. Well, t- tell us a little bit about because uh, you went to watch the first CDI freestyles. Mm-hmm. Was that last week? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, some of the horses were pretty green. You know, it's a good CDI yeah. to put if you have a green horse that needs to get in the ring. Uh, so some of them had just some first time jitters or first part of the season jitters. Um, but well, that's tricky going, going under the lights, you know, not a lot of really shows are, are going at night under the lights. So and, yeah, it was, people like to, you know, get, get some experience in, in that and, uh, you know, get yeah. things figured out at the beginning of the season. Absolutely. So. And it was windy, a little bit cold. Um, so it was, it was kind of, and it had rained. There had been a terrible rainstorm like an hour before where we all were like, is it even happening? You know, kind of thing. And it stopped raining and uh, the, I mean, global, the footing's amazing and it even was holding water. So that, that's how much rain we got. It was a lot. And, um, so yeah, it was good. There were just some green horses, but, um, Shelly Francis put in a fantastic freestyle in Donato. She was second. And then Tina Wilhelmsen, you know, she just, when I grow up, I want to ride like her. She's great. (laughs) You know, her horses are just really harmonious and happy. And she broke 80%. And, you know, I was actually sitting next to someone said, wow, that's a high score. I said, yeah, but why wasn't it an 81%? Like, it was beautiful. Uh, There really wasn't anything that was wrong, you know? So, yeah, it should be an 81%. So that's the thing now. You know, the the scores throughout the world are climbing. And, uh, you know, if you're putting in a good test... You, you got to get that. That might even be, you know, it. a little bit low, you know, but absolutely. That's, absolutely. Uh, that's the way it's going. I mean, everybody's kind of gearing up for try on. We've got team selections and, and all this going on and, and, uh, it's going to be a competitive year. Yeah. So yeah, so it's exciting, be, right? It's really but yeah, exciting. These, I, I guess these first CDIs are a little small, you know, not all the big, mm-hmm. the big guns are coming out, not you know, yet. so not yet, but soon. 
they'll be coming out soon. So uh, it was really, really fun. It was a, it was fun to sort of be back at Global and back in the swing of things, and it's great. So uh, yeah, season season is here, and it has started, <laughs> and it's busy. You know, it's it's very busy with uh, my horses, and um, you know, I brought just enough to keep me out of trouble. Maybe 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 one more than I should have, but. <laughs> But that's okay, yeah. and uh, it's wonderful, and, and it's been fun. So I will keep everybody up to date, and this is a small CDI this weekend. Uh, I think there are only like 16 starting. Um, it's a one-star, so it's a little bit smaller, but uh, really, really fun to be there and, and excited, and I will keep you in the loop for sure. Sounds good. So what do we got for the show this week? Yeah, so for our first guest, I hope everyone enjoys, Pam Harden is coming on, and she's going to tell you a little bit about what happened to her at the last Sea Petty. Well, tonight, we are so happy to have Pam Harden back. She is our para-representative of the CPEDI. Did I say that right, Pam, for the week? How yes, are you? Hi. Hi, Reese. Hi, Philip. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's the start of another CPDI. We're all excited here. I know it's great, and um, we were we were really we we talked about it, but the para webathon has been postponed till uh, try on. But we were able to get together last week and have a lovely lovely dinner, everybody all together. Uh, and it was the off week, but now it's the on week. So tell us, you had a very interesting. We had talked to you right <laughs> before the last CPEDI, which is a CDI in, in dressage terms. Um, you had a very interesting thing happen. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Well, I did. Um, <laughs> not something I planned. Not something I intend to ever do again. Um, and not something that had ever happened before. It was just such a shock. Um, but I was on the second day of competition doing my individual test. Uh, I had done a medium canter, had pulled him back into a nice collected canter, and he took a direct left turn. Something spooked him. He wasn't the only one to spook in that corner, but he uh, he hit another gear. And um, the video of that went viral. There has been almost 700,000 views of this video. And the, Actually, I think the I watched it maybe I, three times. So. Yeah, I, I watched it three times. I was like, the first time I was what shocked. am I looking? I, I was a little bit like, what am I looking? Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then, yeah. You were a champion, my friend. I'm going to say, you hung, <laughs> you hung tight. I was impressed. You really did. Well, you had it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know the judge told me I, I didn't quite stop at C the day before, so I thought I'd really hit it. <laughs> you really yeah. wanted to nail C. Legit. I did. Yeah. So, so um, he went pretty fast. You were kind of going towards the judge, right? Yeah. And then um, he... And I, yeah, sorry, well, go I ahead. Tell that us. I, I'm, I'm disabled. I, you know, I, my disability happens mostly on my left, um, upper body is left. Um, and so I knew I couldn't go off to the right. I didn't want to break anything on, that, on my good side. So I kind of threw myself over to the other side and waited for the right opportunity. Um, I learned how to fall in Girl Scouts as a young girl. And I kind of, that all came back and and it's like it goes slow motion when you're doing something like that. And I, I was able to really think, okay, don't want to hit the judge's box because that's wood and that will not give. No. Um, but the flower box, see, I knew they were plastic. And I, I thought, well, if it just slowed me down, you know, yeah. I didn't realize I was going to 
destroyed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. That flower box exploded. <laughs> it was impressive. <laughs> it really did. It exploded, my friend. The, the only thing, the only thing that I could think when I watched that is like, oh well, she must be okay because you posted the video, right? Like the video. Yes. And the video exactly. was coming from you, so I was like, but that was. It, it looked pretty extreme. Yeah. It was extreme, but the reason I posted it was my coach and I, Melanie Mitchell, and I discussed it a good bit. And what what the point, I guess, or what we're trying to get across with this is that para-equestrian is one of seven disciplines. We're not part of a different discipline. We're not, you know, separate. We are one of the seven. And so every equestrian goes off. Every equestrian goes off. Para, um, you know, regular dressage, you have endurance, you have reining, everybody goes off. And we are athletes just like you are, just like all of those other disciplines. And so, you know, it was to get a conversation and my golly, I think we're getting a conversation. I love it. I love it. It's true. It's a really important thing. Uh, and everybody, and, and, and I know Snickers, your horse, and that is yes. so uncharacteristic of him. I mean, it's, he oh. is such a good boy but there's still, there's still athletes. There's still there's, horses. There's still horses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Horses, are horses. horses are They horses. have very small brains. They, they don't yeah. always think things through. They're more, much more reactive than, um, you know, a lot of animals. And, and I, I guess the, the flight response took hold. It did. And it, and it does, you know, I, I've seen Grand Prix riders where that, you know, something like that has happened and, you know, they, they may be able to get their legs back under them a little faster than me, but, but it does happen because horses are horses and this is our sport and we all love this sport and it happens to everyone. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, it does. Think, yeah. Just part of riding in general is like, if you were going to get on this animal, there's always a good chance you're not going to have a planned dismount, right? right. I and mean, it's, it's just something daily that you have to, you know, you accept. And if it does happen, then you, you, don't, you can't blame the horse. You, you can't blame the situation. You, you just, it happens, right? Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, okay. oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I don't think that uh, as an able-bodied person, I could have stopped him. You know what I mean? It was, it, I, right. I don't think I would have been able to, I mean, he was gone. He was, he was, he was, he really, if you watch the video, he's really running and, and that is he's panicked. Uh, he's panicked. And, and, and that is, I don't care who you are. I thought you did a phenomenal job staying on. And, um, you know, I know Melanie and your whole team, the whole para team there was just horrified and panicked, but it's a good thing you learned how to fall. It's a good thing that you, you knew how to dismount appropriately and so that you hit, you didn't hit your good side uh, and you really right? were okay. Right. And so tell I us, am. I mean, I really it, am. I, I rode the a, next day. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. I rode, I, I walked and tried, I did candid the next day, but I walked and tried it the next day. The next day I walked, tried it and candid. And the third day I actually took a lesson with Michelle Asseline, um, one of the U.S. para coaches. So I have ridden every day. I showed. I intend to show. I'm well, not intend to show. I'm showing. We've done <laughs> the jog today, so I'm showing you. tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. And it's live streamed. If everybody wants to jump in, yes. we it is being live streamed, which is and, really exciting for parents because we just don't get that very often. That kind of connection with the the greater populace. So are, are there? Is it the same ring? Are there any mental reservations? You know, what 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 are you going through as far as that goes? How are you preparing yourself? How are you preparing the horse? Well, last week, um, 
I did, I showed the freestyle in, in the national show. And that was really about me. That was, that was about getting me over going down center line again. Um, but I, but I did that. It wasn't the best test we ever had, but you know, it was, I saw it. It it was was, quite good. Don't, don't let her say that. I watched it. It was quite good. Yes. Reese was lovely to come and support me. And, And then the last couple of days I've been in that same ring. Um, I did the test, you know, I practiced this test yesterday and I practiced the test today in the ring and there was still things going on and we just, he was fine. And we were fine. Um, it, it, I don't expect it this ever to happen again because that's just not his personality. That's not who we are as a team. And it was just so uncharacteristic. And, and I think it, I mean, I know it may not look at when you see the video, but I think it scared him more than it scared me. Oh, it had um, to. Yeah, yeah. It had to. Yeah. It had to scare him because it was so weird. It was just, yeah, it was oh, very yeah. uncharacteristic. So, yeah, but four other horses moved in that same place. Um, not as, you know, didn't take off, but we had kind of warned them. Other para horse, you know, riders. Sure. It's like, oh, she went off in that corner. Everybody kind of, you know, mm-hmm. take a take a breath in that corner. Yeah. But again, well, we went through that corner. You know, yesterday and today, never having another problem. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Pam, we are going to cheer you on this week. We are so excited Yay. for you and we're going to cheer you big time. And, uh, you know, thank you for coming on and, and talking about what happened. I think it's important for, it's a great teaching moment and, uh, it's really important for everybody to realize, you know, these are horses, these are athletes. They're not always perfect. And, uh, we're just glad everybody's okay. And, uh, we look forward to, we look forward to seeing how you do. And thanks for sharing with us. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks very much. Um, Every time we can get any word out, we are always prepared. All of us love to talk about this sport because it is our heart. I love it. Thanks so much, Pam. And I will see you tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Reese. Thanks, Philip. (laughs) Yep. Take care. Well, right after this uh, little break from Kentucky Performance Products, we're going to come back with uh, Hillary Moore Hebert and kind of catching up with what she's up to. The sun is just peeking above the tree line as you walk into the barn. You grab your horse's halter off the hook and head out to the field. The dew shimmers in the sun as you walk across the damp grass. You call his name and his head comes up as he walks toward you looking for the apple in your pocket. You take your time grooming, enjoying the peace and quiet in the empty barn. A refreshing breeze greets you as you start down the tree-lined path. Your horse ambles along on a loose rein as you both enjoy a relaxing ride. The feeling you get on an early morning hack is why we do what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. This feeling is brought to you by Microphase. Fill the nutritional gaps in your horse's diet Microphase Vitamin and Mineral Supplement is a low-calorie way to provide your horse with the vitamins and minerals missing from their diet. The horse that matters to you matters to us. Well, tonight we are excited to have our monthly segment with Hillary Moore Hebert. Hillary, welcome to the show. Hi, guys. I think, well, this is definitely our first for the year. So happy 2018 for sure. Yes. Happy New Year. And also (laughs) I'm very excited to say greetings from 
sunny and sometimes warm Florida. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Uh, it was uh, cold for sure this morning. It was cold here. So, Hillary, tell us. You've got a really cool thing going on. What are you, What are you up to down here? So, um, because as all of the listeners know, I'm like a really laid back, typey person. I thought it would be a good idea to bring some of my courses and students down here, but I also have my barn back in Maryland going. So uh, James, my two-year-old, and I go back and forth every week. So Wednesday after the horses are worked, we get on a late morning flight and I get down here in time to work. I have my FEI competition horse that I just got in the fall at Shannon Duick's barn and I am in full training with her. And then I have just up the street students. And so I can go over there and teach them. And then Saturday after either the show or after the, you know, lessons in the morning, I then get on a plane, go back to Maryland and then work courses until the evening. So half Mm. a true half the week and half the week are spent. So I have horses that are going in full training in Maryland and down here in Florida. And then you're you're working the the president's schedule. Yes, actually it's really. (laughs) And so being so close to where he is because I'm just North of Washington, DC, it's really funny to me because I have to pass air force one when I'm going to the barn and I see it quite frequently. So I think it's funny that I'm like, I actually was joking the other day on Facebook. I was like, you know, it wouldn't be bad if I could just like hop on that plane and just go back and forth. Hop a ride. It's so true. Yeah. It's very true. You're like, oh, yes, this would be great. Yeah. So for anyone, I appreciate that they would like to do it for the weather, but it is an impressive feat, um, you know, whether you're in politics or the dressage community to be doing this every week. And um you know, it's definitely the only reason I can do it is because it's so freaking amazing that it's like really motivating. But if I had to do this because I was like serving on jury duty, it would feel like a pretty tough schedule. Yeah. Well, and and tell us, I mean, how how did this plan come about? I mean, to, that you could make it work on both sides. How did you decide? No, you know, this winter I'm going to Florida and I'm doing this. So Southwest Airlines, bless their hearts. Um, the flights are pretty cheap and they're very flexible. So you can make a reservation and switch it, but it's not prohibitively expensive in the grand scheme of things to go back and forth on Southwest. And we're actually staying in West Palm beach. So I am 10 minutes max from the airport. And then on the other side, um, I just have my working student or my husband just pop over and, you know, drop us off or whatever. So it's a relatively, I know this sounds really weird, but it's a relatively easy commute. Um, if you think about it, because about two hours to get down or no, to go back up and then it's a little longer to go back down, but it's not longer than for some people going up, you know, you like have a beach house. They were doing that every weekend for the same amount of time. So I can get back and forth in a period of time that is surprisingly short considering I'm going from Maryland to Southern Florida. Yeah. That's amazing. So tell us a little bit about the training and what you're up to with your horse. 
So uh, the horse that I have now, I am very, very fortunate. Um, you guys have been following me for, you know, quite a bit of time now. I had to, um, you know, kind of midway through quit the ride on some horses because I had my son. And so the horse that I have now, he is confirmed Grand Prix. And we're just kind of starting out slow because I've only had him since the fall. So we're going to do, um, we did our first show this past weekend, and then we're going to go again one more time. Um, and then, you know, we we'll start to move up. So we've been schooling all the work through the Grand Prix, but, um, you know, just to get comfortable with center lines and half passes and feeling just like there's some, you know, partnership to it. We've been doing the I-1 and um, it's been going really, really well. I have not had a horse that I've matched with this well in my <coughs> entire life. And he's super fun. It's nice to have a horse that's really solid in all of the movements. And um, then we can just kind of go out. And I was joking. I like put all over social media because people talk about like having it feel super easy and um, like light, like you're a ballerina. And I feel like when I'm on him, it's like surfing a huge wave. Like it just is a lot of adrenaline and he just has a lot of power. And like, it's just, it's very, very fun. So we had a great time last weekend and won the FBI test of choice. So I have, even though it's like, you know, a $5 ribbon, I now have a global Mm-hmm. blue ribbon that I want to like frame and dip in gold um yeah. <laughs> so I'm like was super excited I was like running around and um so yeah it's been amazing as I go on a tangent about it but um so we've been doing that but also just getting you know feel for getting ready because I do have my season coming up up in Maryland and we have to kind of be thinking about championships in the fall and on and on and having the longer plan for it well, and that's one thing down here. It, it, showing here is actually a lot easier. Like, it's really no big deal. You can kind of get them to the horse show, do your horse, and then they're back home in an hour, <laughs> you know, basically. Yeah. And that makes a big difference. It's much easier, I find, to show here than, than in – and plus, we're also really all dedicated to the horses here. <laughs> like, you know, at least I am. I, I, don't ha- I don't have a baby, so, I, you know, we can be really focused on the horses and getting – we were – I was at the horse show today, um, you know, this afternoon helping some people. So it, it's really it's, – it's good and helpful. Um, and you, you have some awesome ways now, too, about – what to do in the winter and just some really good ideas about remote training too, right? Yeah. So, um, yes, I'm back and forth as often as possible, but actually the week of the show is very tricky because the temperatures at home were, um, prohibitively cold. So it was hard to kind of come up with a program and then the best laid plans. Yes. I'm home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday for the whole day, but if it happens to be 60 degrees then on Friday, what am I supposed to do? Because I've been gone. So there's a couple things I've been doing. Um, the first is that I have put in um, the, the brand I use, cause I don't, I, you know, it's not your typical kind of surveillance camera, but those nest cameras that um, you see commercials for all the time, they are super easy. You download an app, you connect it to your Wi-Fi, which we had installed in the indoor ring, um, which was much more complicated uh, to finally get the, you know, Wi-Fi out to the ring. 
and convince the service guys to actually install it before the end of the next century. Um, but once that was in, I took the Nest camera, which I just got at Best Buy, plugged it in, downloaded the app, gave it my Wi-Fi password. And no lie, like three minutes later, it's up and running and I can see it on my laptop or my phone. And what's what was the coolest thing, I know this is not related to the training, but my vet came out today and I watched remotely while I was at um, Shenandoah's place, which is six miles from the showgrounds down here in Florida. <laughs> I watched after my lesson, the my... Um, barn staff jog out a horse that has been a little bit stiff while the vet was there and I could watch it. So, and I can talk back and forth to them. So it's a two way talking, which we just put like my Comtech headset up to it. And then it's like my husband jokes that he wants to make a scarecrow of my body and like print out a picture of my face. Because <laughs> if you were wrapped up in like, you know, heavy winter clothing, you would not know that it was just like me talking through the net versus me being there if I didn't move when I was there. So it's really cool. And then the other thing that's really cool about it too, even if you don't have an instructor who's in house like that, you can have, you know, whatever brand you use, whether it's Nest or something else, you can have people. I know someone who has her trainer in Europe teach her remotely through the system. So um, you can do um, like remote clinic lessons with people. And then the other thing that's neat is you can get the video um, like recorded. So if you're just on your own, you can videotape it and then go back and watch it and you can see the ride. Um, So it's really a cool way to kind of check back in to see like how long was I trotting for? You know, what is this and this look like? So you can kind of use it as a way to record yourself. It's not going to be the same level of resolution as like a video camera would be at a horse show, but at the same time too, like you need to have someone there who's panning in and out to do that versus this where it's not only a good way to keep up with your training if your trainer isn't physically in the area, but also it's a good way to be your own trainer because you can look back at the video. And I've heard people too um, talking about those um, is it the Pixio that you yeah. can self-record your videos? I think in yeah. general, recording yourself in any way you can figure out how to jerry-rig is just a really fantastic thing in the wintertime. If you can't trailer out for lessons, it's a great way to just keep yourself tuned up because you can be your own trainer. Great. That's fantastic. I, I mean, yeah, I like all this, all this new technology. So the audio, like the camera has audio and video? Yeah. Yep. Oh, handy. Very handy. And right? I'm telling you, this thing like could, is the size of a baseball, and you could be like any human being in order to set it up. Yeah. It's amazing. But there's tons on the market. Like, I don't want to sound like I'm pitching the one I'm using. I think that technology is getting so advanced, and digital recording is the resolution is getting better and better. It's not like those videos you see on the news that are like do you recognize this person yeah, yeah, you look yeah, at yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, yeah the cctv I would never, yeah. yeah and it's like <laughs> pixelated this is like when you think about i don't know if you guys um do a lot of like skyping or anything but the resolution if you have a good internet connection the resolution is really good 
Um, and you know, it makes it, so I've seen people doing that with their iPads where they're Skyping to warm yeah. somebody up at a show. Um, and yeah. then they just have mm-hmm. like an extra person kind of yelling the directions, but there's some cool stuff. I think that will just get better and better as time goes on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think the companies are thinking, you know, have dressage oh. instructors in mind, <laughs> but we're just going to hop yeah. on all these cool things yeah, and, I like uh, it. <laughs> and use them. Yeah, yeah. That's really perfect. So, you know, the other thing that I've been doing, too, for quite a while is I've been using that as a way to judge remotely. And there was a company, I can't remember the name of it, that kind of, I believe it's not in existence anymore, but um, Janet Foy used to do stuff where I could send her videos of my rides and she would do scoring and she would talk over the video and give me feedback. And it was awesome because it's hard sometimes to... Um, you know, finding, and I come from a place where as an L grad, I'm talking about if you are at a level that is above what you would learn at the L program, I think it is helpful to be able to do a schooling show like atmosphere with someone who is qualified to judge your level. Uh, the tricky thing with that is that does not often exist with schooling shows. So also I think, um, whether you just ask people personally because they happen to be in your area or not, I think it's a neat idea to think about videotaping your dressage test and saying, you know, how can I get a hold of a judge who might be willing to give me a score on this, knowing it's not official, but it's kind of a schooling show type thing. So that's something that I know people have been playing with probably even longer than, you know, the live video like I'm talking about. Well, I'm just going to give a plug for Equestrian Canada here because they are starting a, pro- a program this year where you submit uh, a videotape test through an online process and then you, you they will get a judge for you to judge your test. That's awesome. And, oh, wow. Give you feedback. I, I don't know whether it's going to be, you know, marks, you know, down to like on the paper, like a mark and a remark, but I think it's more of an overview of you know, yes, you're ready to do second level or here you need to work on these things and uh, we'll, we'll see how it all works out, but that's their new 2018 um, program and plan. So anyone who's got a, a uh, Equestrian Canada membership, I think can, uh, can try out uh, having your test videotape and sending it in and seeing if you get some great feedback from qualified judges, I think all over. I mean, with all this technology stuff, I think you can be anywhere and get judged from anywhere. So I think it's uh, it's going to help people all over, especially in remote areas of Canada and the U.S. to uh, be able to take advantage of some of these things. And it seems like that, you know, it will be interesting to see what they do with that because as someone who went through the L program, I'm always fascinated about how kind of on the back end of that, you can use it as a learning tool, maybe in more of a closed session. They use it as a learning tool for up and coming judges so that they can you know, see the feedback. Yeah. I think it's a great yeah. idea. Yeah. It's just all, all different things. Like, I mean, if you're, you don't have to be in a clinic situation anymore to see someone ride and to have a clinician give feedback to, I mean, it could be a group of people online. It, it doesn't matter. Right. Or something that's, that's videotaped. And then um, the feedback is also, you know, right there for you to watch. So you can just go online and check it out and yeah lots of great learning tools and 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 ways to uh to improve your writing and improve your eye and i think it's awesome 
And I think what's interesting too, and I don't know if you guys have very much experience with this, but there's a lot of working students down here right now that are even doing, um, you know, their schooling online so that they can be here for the season. Mm -hmm. And I am very jealous because back when in olden times, (laughs) I wouldn't have been able to do that because the internet was not advanced enough, but I'm amazed by that, that you can work. You, my working student, she came down here to work for Lisa Pearson and she's 15 years old and she is working at um, Lisa's over at Lars Peterson's place. And she's getting to see like Olympic riders. And then she just goes at the end of the day and goes and does her, um, you know, schoolwork until it's time for bed. And then on her day off. And I'm like, totally jealous and fascinated and I just think that that's an amazing thing it is I mean so when I back in our day I came down and I actually had to transfer and I went to Palm Beach Community College uh for a semester and it was great like I had you know it was a good time and one of my professors lived in my neighborhood and she would come and see me school it was fun um but yeah because I I couldn't do it so now it's I also have some students some eventers that are doing the same thing they're schooling online and then they can go and, and go to Ocala and, and do what they need to do so it's it's possible it, all this and that's what's cool about it if you really want extra training or you want to be down here I also know a lot of people that are working remotely or they come down and work for for a month and and go to shows my roommate's doing that right now she's uh, Heidi Basler she's been on the on the show she's here working and and schooling and uh, she's doing the CDI next or tomorrow so it's it's very possible I think if you want extra training you may have to think a little outside the box but it's very possible well Hillary as always thank you so much for coming on the show how can our listeners get in touch with you if they have any questions they can um, either go to more dressage, which is M-O-O-R-E, or they can find me on Facebook. I now have an Instagram account as of yesterday. I'm very cutting Yay. edge. And um, <laughs> I'm also on Twitter. So if people want to check me out on Instagram, send me a message to know that I am only half of a dinosaur, but also very modern. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Super modern. Yeah, perfect. Super modern. Thanks, Hillary, and (laughs) good luck next week. Okay, thanks. Well, this week for our Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, we're going to have an auditor question from Rachel Sawinski. But as always, one of the questions I really get when I when I talk to listeners is um, they pull me aside at the ring or wherever I see them and they say, Reese, seriously, do you really like the shoulder relief girth? And the first thing I say is, I think it's fantastic. And what I love about the shoulder relief girths now is that Justin has provided so many different models of it. You have the regular one, you have the stretch tech girth, which I'm a huge fan of. And you also have the synthetic one is awesome. Exactly. And, and girth cover, if your horse is extra, extra sensitive. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the, the idea around it was the design, the fit, right. And then all these different models, provide you great price points you know everyone can afford to get one there's not more you know like this 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 girth is not more than buying you know some of the some of the other brands so uh, i think there's there's not a reason why you can't uh you know figure out which one is going to work for you and go ahead and order it online i mean i think you know i've never had a problem getting any of the products you know in canada you know they're they're great about the shipping about tracking the shipping you know that's it's easy right you yeah. don't have to go to a store 
Um, and and yeah, like Reese said, you, you can believe us. We use these girths. Yeah, every day. Every, every day, day, all day long. Awesome. That's yeah, awesome. we really do. Awesome. And Justin is so great. Justin at totalsaddlefit.com. He will answer all the questions that you have and give you some feedback on what girth you can choose if you're a little bit confused. So uh, we hope you enjoy this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, Phil, you have a fantastic trainer tip from one of our auditor pages for uh, the Total Saddle Fit tip of the week. What you got for us? Well, I got a, a good question sent to us from Rachel Swinski. I think you know her. I know, Rachel. She's amazing. She's one of my girls. I adore her. So, and I actually know this horse a little, so it may, it may uh, change, but I don't know what, I don't know what the question is. What is the question? So in lieu of Reese being in town for less or not being in town for lessons, my question is my young off the track thoroughbred wants to canter with his haunches way in. What steps can I take to develop straightness so that he can be better balanced? Yeah, and this horse, just to give you a little bit of background, he's off the track. He's been off the track a while, and he's a pretty good guy, but definitely canter balance is is one of his things. So, Phil, I'll let you start because um, I know the horse, and I'll, I'll go after you. Uh, I think the easiest thing um, for these horses is actually to just learn, teach them and develop a leg yield. And, you know, as with all things, you, you teach them in the walk, Uh, make sure the horse gets really confident in the walk and then you are developing your leg yield in the trot again same thing with confidence and in trot before i go to canter i want to be able to leg yield towards the wall away from the wall and actually have a little bit of uh, a shoulder in developing so again if they're not confident with with the uh, leg yielding or moving off of the leg in the trot i'm not going to really approach it in the canter and, and after a couple of months of doing that, then it, then it, then you can start leg yielding in the canter a little bit, or just you know trying to ride them as straight as you can along the wall and using your inside leg to push the haunches, um, you know, towards the wall and develop your straightness. So it take it takes quite a while. I mean, you can't just get on and go. Okay, now I can leg yield and walk, and and I'm going to do it in trot, and then okay, yeah, that's fine, and then canter. I mean. You have to really take your time so the horse understands and you're not going to confuse them because these horses that canter crooked are hard to hard to develop, hard to change, right? So, you know, any balance change is going to throw them off. And, and normally what happens is that when they'll be cantering along and you try to affect a balance difference and they'll want to trot. You just have to go through it. It's a process and uh, be patient and, and keep, working on, keep working on it. So what do you think? Yeah, no, I think that that's perfect. And I think it's exactly right. And knowing the horse, you know, it, it is a balance question. I mean, he's still a young thoroughbred. He's learning. He's also doing some jumping, um, you know, and so the dressage is, is sort of balanced and cross-training. And um, he, he wants to be a little bit crooked anyways. You know, a racehorse will mostly canter to the left. So they do go both directions on the track. But so sometimes I actually struggle more to the left. And, and this horse wants to struggle strangely enough to the left, he's more balanced to the right, um, because he has a little bit of, um, a little bit more, you know, baggage, if you will, going to yeah. the left. So that idea of the leg yield is incredibly important. So, um, that's, 
that's exactly what we've been doing with them. And, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to probably see you in a couple of weeks, but that's exactly what I would continue to say is like, he needs to really balance and, and bring that inside hind leg a little bit more under his body, which is a little bit more collecting stuff. And that's where he is in his balance. He wants to be a little bit on the forehand. He wants to run. Um, so I would also add in those transitions. They're so important to ride transitions and get them back on the haunches. And, you know, that's just a development stage. They get crooked. If you think about the scale of training, straightness comes before collection. Um, and so yeah. that's why it's important to go back and say, yeah, absolutely. We, we need to, to, to do that. So, um, that's something, something, yeah, I was just gonna say something else to, uh, to watch for a little bit is that as you straighten the horse out, they might want to get a little bit faster. And, um, you know, that for me is acceptable for a time. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can get straight and a little bit quicker, right, at least you're you're working, you know, at least you're going in the right direction. I think some people, when they, straight, you know, put your leg on, especially the thoroughbred, especially in the canter, they're going to go more. Yes. And then and then people get really handsy, you know, stopping the horse. And, uh, I mean, nothing bothers me about a horse going more forward. You know, they always... You know, allow them to go more forward and then, you know, develop the straightness and then develop the the balance, you know, towards collection. And normally I'm going to balance them and collect them on a on a circle, you know, whether it's uh, 20 meters, 15 meters, down to 10 meters eventually. So, you know, you, you might do alongside, get the horse a little straighter. They might be going faster. And then at the end of the long side, you're going to do a 15 meter circle where you kind of balance the horse back underneath it because it doesn't matter as much if the horse is a little crooked on the circle because they have to be bending anyways. Right. Right. So you have a little bit of, uh, of, of a moment where you can relax a little bit. The horse maybe will bring the haunches in. No problem. You're, you're, you're setting them back underneath you a little bit, and then you're going to go for another long side, you know, look straight down the wall, horse's head straight down the wall, shoulder straight down the wall. And then the inside leg comes on, tries to influence and then they speed up. And so it, again, it's just, you know, they're going to do the same thing a while until they understand what you want. And uh, right. definitely, if they do go faster, do not take your leg off. Mm. Leave your leg where it is. Don't put it on more, but but don't take it off. Otherwise, every time that you do put the leg on to influence a sideways uh, influence or, or a change in a, in a sideways way, they're going to go faster. You're going to take your leg off. Then you're not going to make any progress. So part of the pro- progression is putting the leg on, allowing them to go faster, leaving the leg on correcting at the end of the long side you know it's just it's just developing it takes time and and it takes a lot of patience and and strength and work and strength and yeah all these all these things yeah it doesn't happen overnight for this well and i think of it you know when i think of you know teaching the horse to sit back on the hind legs a little bit i think of it basically like me doing a squat at the gym like i can do a squat right everyone sits in a chair like you can squat but when you really have a trainer come and say "Uh uh-uh your leg has to be here and your balance has to be here. And it's way harder <laughs> to do a squat. I mean, I can yeah. do one. It's no big deal. But then if they say, oh, wait, you're way out of balance. This is the balance point, And this is the structure you have to be in. Uh, whoa, it's a lot harder. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're saying, no, 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 your body has to be here. And the horses are like, whoa, 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 why is my body there? I don't, I don't get that. And so that's, that's important to think about. So, uh, Rach, keep plugging away. I'll be home in a couple weeks. I am not <laughs> as nice to my students as Hillary is to hers. 
I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to get you in trouble here. Um, but yeah, for not up. going home every week, for huh? not going home and not going home every week. Yeah. I'm sorry guys. I love you. Um, <laughs> but anyways, everybody, that was our total saddle fit tip of the week. And Rachel, thanks for asking. And as always send us your emails and Facebook shout outs. We love them. We love to get them on and help you with your horses and, uh, Rachel, keep us in touch with how it's going. Well, everybody, as you know, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com, and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is on Facebook, or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down and your shoulders back, and we will talk to you next week.